0: Welcome to Special Needs Ohio. My name is Rob Gorski, and you may know me from the award-winning blog and podcast called The Autism Dad. For well over a decade, I've been a public figure in the autism and special needs parenting community where I share my experience as a single dad raising three autistic kids. My kids and I have been through so much together, and I want to use what I've learned along the way to help other Ohio families navigate their journey. And guess what? My kids want to help too, so we're going to be doing this together. Special Needs Ohio will provide you with valuable information about people, places, agencies, and organizations that exist to support families like yours and mine. You'll hear interviews and special interest stories from families all across Ohio that will provide you with hope, inspiration, and a connection to an amazing community. New episodes drop every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit specialneedsohio.com for more information. On this week's episode of Special Needs Ohio, we are going to have a conversation all about health insurance. If you are a special needs family, health insurance is the most important resource that you can have access to. And the reality is that many, many, many special needs families rely on Medicaid in order to meet those health care needs, right? And in the state of Ohio, we have managed Medicaid. so there, there are companies who manage the Medicaid and you get a choice of providers and there's a handful of them across the state. I'm hearing a lot of really positive things about CareSource. And so I invited CareSource to come on the show and talk to us about how they are supporting special needs families across the state of Ohio. So I sat down with Montoya Rogers. She is a community marketing representative for CareSource, but she is also the mother to an autistic son. And so she is the perfect person to have this conversation with because she lives in both worlds. She understands the managed care. Uh, or the managed healthcare world, she also understands the special needs parenting, and she's here to help us understand how CareSource can support you. And you know, my goal with this episode is just to provide information about a resource that is available. But if you're out there and you are looking for information about health insurance, and you know, Medicaid is an option for you, uh, we're going to talk about how to qualify. We're going to talk about um you know what some of the benefits are what types of things are covered how to navigate uh, insurance denials and we're going to talk about case management and the benefits of case management so I, i really feel like this is an important conversation and i hope that it helps you to better understand how things work and at least provides you with information about a resource that is available to you if you're living in the state of ohio so Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Could you take a minute and just introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Well, absolutely. Thank you, Rob, for having me. My name is Montoya Rogers. I am a community marketing representative with CareSource. Uh, CareSource is a nonprofit organization that manages the health uh, benefits for Medicaid, Medicare, and Marketplace.
0: And we should say in Ohio, because
1: specifically, what we're going to talk about is in Ohio. Is in Ohio?
0: Yes, yes. but you guys are actually in several states, right? Yes, yes. We okay. have
1: multiple plans in multiple states. Yes.
0: Okay. And you are personally in Ohio? Yes. Okay. So
1: I I uh, am in Columbus, Ohio. We are headquartered out of Dayton, Ohio, and we have representatives in all 88 counties.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, so um, for those who don't know, and because, I mean, you and I have talked a few times now, you and I are both coming at this conversation from the perspective of special needs parenting, because we're both special needs parents. Yes. And... One of the reasons that I wanted to do this, and I th- and I think it's important that we have this conversation, is because a you have a unique perspective for one thing. You kind of live in both worlds, right? Right. The other the other part of this is is that I keep hearing so many positive things about CareSource, specifically CareSource, and I have no personal experience with it, but one of my one of the main goals of what I'm trying to do with Special Needs Ohio is connect families with resources that can improve their quality of life or make things easier. And, and so I, I wanted to to talk about this and, and and learn what CareSource is doing for families of kids with disabilities, how they're able to support families, and, and and just kind of have a conversation around all of that stuff. And you are the perfect person to have that conversation with.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for creating a space for that we can talk about this and have this conversation. Like you said, I am a mother of a son who has autism. He is uh, 12 years old. So I personally have navigated this diagnosis and been on this journey. But then also I've worked in the healthcare field in various different roles over the past 10 years. So I understand all of the regulations and red tape that go into just navigating insurance. And that can, you know, ideally just be frustrating. Um, So I'm glad that we can have this conversation and talk about it because the more informed we are as parents, uh, the better equipped we are to navigate or advocate for our children.
0: I, I completely, completely agree with you. So then why don't we start things off like this? Can you tell the parents out there listening how CareSource supports families raising kids with disabilities?
1: Yeah, so, so what it is, is we're a managed care plan that works with the Ohio Department of Medicaid to coordinate uh, Medicaid uh, health benefits for individuals. So we do not determine eligibility. Eligibility is determined through Jobs and Family Services, so there's different categories that you fall into, whether it's based off of the income or just different circumstances. And there are a, there is a category specifically related to an individual with disabilities. So once a person becomes eligible through Jobs and Family Services, they have a 90 day window to select a managed care plan. So that's kind of where we come in in the process because there are there are seven different managed care plans that you can pick. Care- Source being one. Um, once you become active on the Care Source plan, then you have access to all of these uh, amazing and wonderful uh, benefits that are outside of the, your typical Medicaid fee for service benefits. We call them the enhanced benefits. Um, so there, there are several. And what I personally uh, like about CareSource or just love about it, again, being a parent of a child with a disability is because we listen to the voice of the member um, and, and try to meet their needs and meet individuals exactly where they are. But also like me being a parent, um, of a child with a disability. Utilizing my lived in, lived experience internally to give input and have conversations when we're thinking about innovative uh, benefits or, or products that will best fit the needs of, of the people that we serve.
0: Okay. Uh, so, and I, I just I, I just want to say again that I really, I appreciate how you can approach this conversation knowing what it's like to be a parent to a child with, uh, autism in your case. And, and, and you kind of know what parents are struggling with, right? Because it's, even though each one of our situations are unique and different and our kids are unique and different and have different needs whatever, we, we all kind of walk that same journey and insurance plays a major role in, in that. So I'm, I, I appreciate that you have the perspective that you have so that we can, we can have this uh, yeah. conversation. So thinking back on what your journey was like, what, what types of, of services does care source cover that really benefits families yeah. with say an autistic child who needs, you know, all different types of therapies and interventions and maybe there's some medical fragility in there and, and things like that. Cause that, that's pretty common.
1: Yeah. So two that come to mind right off the out out the gate are uh care and management, so case management. Because I think for me, um, I needed someone to help me coordinate and navigate Uh, the benefits that I had available um, to better understand just prior authorizations. And like I said, that red tape or just what I had access to. And I think what we see, we have over about 40,000 members just in Ohio that have an autism diagnosis. Um, And unfortunately, we don't have a lot of adolescents or children that are connected to that care management um, benefit. And it, it really, truly can help and, and be uh, of support. I think for me navigating personally, I my goal was to create a village. When you have certain people that have certain levels of expertise in different areas, then it kind of mm-hmm. helps you navigate along because now you can lean in on, on those individuals. And care management being a benefit at your expense through your health insurance company can can help you just get through navigating that red tape.
0: So, okay. So does care management, that's, is that, um, independent of care source? So it's like a third party? No.
1: So that is actually internal. It's, um, it's a a benefit that is housed internally through care source. It's made up of, uh, registered nurses and social workers so you will be assigned to a case manager and they will be able to uh assist you in in navigating your health benefits so and that it it really helps to ensure better health outcomes for all individuals Uh, but specifically what we're talking about is is families with uh, children with disabilities
0: and and they would be a point of contact right so like absolutely one of the things that i remember especially with my oldest when, when he was first diagnosed and he's had a whole slew of like serious medical issues that have come up over the years, um, was just not even, not even knowing where to go. Right. You know, like when, when you, uh, if you have something that requires a prior author, you have a question about whether something's covered or not, you're not, you're not stuck in a line on an 800 number, like in a queue with a thousand people ahead of you, you actually have someone um where you have more of a one-on-one relationship with
1: absolutely a subject matter expert you know what i mean that specifically knows uh, how to help you, uh, navigate. And I think, I think it's a, it's an excellent benefit and will be one personally that I would myself want to take advantage of. Like I said, creating that network and that village around not just you, but your child, um, it, it really ensures better health outcomes and and some success with navigating a journey.
0: Okay. And again, that's it. That's, that's just included. Like they don't have to pay for that.
1: Absolutely. So this is all a part of the enhanced benefits that we offer to our members. The other benefit um, that also comes to mind is life services. So all of our uh, members get access to a certified life coach for two years. So this helps with any career or personal goal that they may have, resume writing, mock interviews, or just in in this situation, connecting to community resources. Maybe the child is on a care source, but the parent is not. So as long as there is a child in the home or individual in the home that has a care source, then they uh, would have access to the benefits. So mom still could get a certified life coach, even though she's not active on the care source plan.
0: Really? Yes. (laughs) And that, you know, okay. So let me just, let me just say this. That's really cool. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, because I guess sort of what I was thinking when you said that was that's sort of like a hand up, right? It's like it's it's helping to build people up, right and, right. and help them um, maybe gain the tools that they need to better their lives on their own too. And, and that's that's really cool. I would never have thought that, that 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 was a thing. and and it's really nice to know that even if the if the kid is the only one on CareSource, And maybe, you know, mom doesn't qualify or whatever, they still have access to that same benefit because it ultimately ends up helping the person who's covered, right? I mean, that's sort of the…
1: So the goal is to really look and meet people exactly where they are really looking at those social determinants of health, uh, and try to eliminate different barriers. Um, the goal is, like I said, to really ensure better health outcomes for our members. Um, and if, and, and, and just even through that program, there are, there are several different, uh, you know, ways that a life coach can, can assist or, uh, help an individual. So it, it is, it's really a great benefit that individuals, I would say should take advantage of, um,
0: yeah, it's like therapy, right? Anybody can benefit from therapy, right? Everybody could benefit from having someone help you navigate life, (laughs) especially if you're in that place with, with a, with a special needs kid where you're overwhelmed and you are, uh, stressed out. And and sometimes you just need someone to help you find that path forward because you just can't, you just can't see it in the moment. Right. So that that's really cool. That's really cool.
1: And it's okay to feel that because it's it's a it, it every day is different. And like like with autism, with a child that is on the autism spectrum, um, when you meet one child that's on the spectrum, you've met one child. So everyone's circumstance is different and their journey is different. So having, again, that village that you build around you, you have access to case management, you have access to a life coach, and you have these subject matter experts that really can support um, in the family uh, and, and just create those wraparound services. Um, I think I think those are the things that truly, truly set us apart. And while you're hearing, when you're out in the community, hey, source is the place to be.
0: Yeah. And well, yeah. And to be completely honest, that's the only one that I've been hearing about. And I'm hearing about it from organizations that work with special needs families. And it was just like, Okay. Okay. Like. Okay. So let's have a conversation about this, <laughs> because I I don't know enough, I, I don't know enough to recommend one thing over the other. But I I love the idea of having a conversation and bringing information to people so that they can make an informed uh, decision. And I and I appreciate the fact that you guys are willing to come on and, and do this. Um, my next question for you is, is it's kind of a big one because I think it impacts a, a great many special needs families out there. And, and, and speaking from personal experience, special needs families are dealing with what can feel like insurmountable obstacles sometimes just in their everyday life. And I know, I know like you, you, you get that. Um, financially families can struggle. They tend to struggle. I think in a lot of cases because there's a million reasons why, you know, uh, they can't work because they have to be a caregiver or whatever. Right are there things that source covers that parents are currently paying for out of pocket because they just don't know that that benefit is there. And, and my thought is that like anything, any little bit that can be added back to the pot at the end of the month can help with groceries or reallocate to, you know, rent or house payment or car payment or, you know, whatever else. And it can make a, substantive difference in people's lives and so does does care source cover things that are commonly paid for out of pocket i guess if that makes sense
1: yeah so um transportation can be a, a barrier sometimes so we have a transportation benefit and that covers individuals going to the doctor food pantries um, WIC appointments, uh, JFS redetermination appointments. Uh, so that is a benefit that is available to our members. We also have the rewards program. So you, we incentivize our members just for going to do the things that they normally would do, like going to the doctor, getting an annual visit, ADHD medication checks. So um, there is the babies first and the kids first. So for pregnant moms um, and babies up to 17 months, you can earn up to $415. You call in, you enroll, you'll get a welcome packet with a reloadable Visa card. When you meet those incentive requirements, that money is loaded onto your Visa card. And you can use those at select retailers uh, to buy things um, that you would need outside of tobacco, firearms, or alcohol. There's also the kids first. So each kid is eligible for this incentive once they are enrolled, Um, $210 in that uh, instance. And then the My Health Rewards, which is open to all uh, Medicaid uh, care source individuals uh, that are 18 to 64 years old. And that one that you don't have to enroll into, you're automatically participating once you become active on the plan and you can earn $395. So those are ways that we kind of incentivize our members to go and get those uh, preventative screenings and things like that. There's also, like I said, when you participate in, in life services or case management, they'll be able to help you navigate um, other things like household supplies and things like that if, if you need that. Um, and then with durable medical supplies, I know that's a kind of a big one as well And adaptive equipment. If it's medically necessary and an individual needs that and has a script for it, they'll be able to, you know. Um, get a prior authorization. Again, if they're connected with case management, they'll be able to better support them and assist them in making sure that their their doctor has submitted all the required documentation to ensure that that benefit uh, can be paid for. And anything outside of that, I would encourage an individual to call into member services ask questions if it's anything if you have the specific item or or service or benefit that you're looking for to be covered contact member services that is your first point of contact and they will be able to uh, tell you how we could uh, cover that benefit or if it's covered or other alternatives um, that an individual would could could benefit from as well
0: so like if if you have I know a lot of, uh, parents with older kids that, uh, aren't potty trained are still paying for diapers out of pocket. Um, sometimes like my oldest needed nutritional supplements. Uh, I was like, he was on boost I think mm-hmm. forever. And that's really, that's really expensive. If you try to go buy it at the store, it's very expensive. Um, are, are things like that covered?
1: So what, what I would say is a lot of the times some of the things would need prior authorization and mm-hmm. you'll just need to contact an individual need to contact a uh, customer service or have a doctor submit a request for that because each individual case is, is different. I'm not going to say that it is covered or that it's not covered. It just gotcha. depends um, because if it's medically necessary, right? We want to ensure that our members have what they need, but there may be, uh, verifying documentation that needs to go along with that to ensure that we're verifying that 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 is, in fact, a need.
0: So then I guess the, the lesson here is ask. Right. <laughs> ask. And, and so your case management, would that would be a that point of contact?
1: Your, your single point of contact, you know, so okay. they will have all the information. They will know exactly what steps you need to take to ensure that we get those things covered
0: into you. Okay. Um, how does somebody qualify for care source and is um, it something that they have to re-qualify for like ongoing? So,
1: eligibility is, is determined by Jobs and Family Services. So, okay. uh, if you meet the qualifications set forth through JFS, uh, then you would then become eligible for Medicaid benefits, and then you'll be able to select a managed care plan. There is a redetermination process. Um, because of COVID, that redetermination process was on hold for, for a our Quite a long time, um, and now they're starting this back to business, or uh, and they're they're doing a mass redetermination. So I, I'm out in the community encouraging people to make sure that they read their mail, that their address or demographic demographic information is up to date, so that they get all of the information that they. Uh, that is being sent to them to ensure that they do not lose their coverage. The worst thing that we want to happen is an individual go to the pharmacy and find out they do not have insurance and they cannot retrieve that that medication or now it has caused a financial burden to them.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing a lot about the Medicaid redetermination uh, is really hitting people because they're, I mean, I'm. you get a letter, it comes out in the mail and I think you get more than one. Mm-hmm. But you got to pay attention to that because um, w- when COVID was in place, like you said, they just wanted everybody to be covered. They wanted everybody to get vaccinated. They want everybody to get the health care that they needed. And now that we're outside of that crisis, uh, it's back to yeah. business as usual and, and making sure that people are qualified and, and going through that whole process. So don't don't let that sneak up on you.
1: Yeah. You know? and, I'll, and I'll provide my contact information because there's also uh, we work with community navigators. So there's navigators that are, that are, um, employed through some of our community partners that we work with that are out in the community, um, at various locations that can help individuals sign up for benefits, uh, like their Medicaid or their SNAP benefits oh, okay. as well.
0: Yeah. That's really cool because that, you know, uh, when I, when I hear from families, like who just had, you know, their, their two-year-old was diagnosed and they're overwhelmed and they don't know what to do. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have a point. It's nice to be able to refer them to people in real life who can help them navigate, who knows what they're doing for one thing and can help them navigate that, that path, that journey. Yeah. That's really important. Um, okay. So one of the other, common questions that I have heard from parents or frustrations is when, when they receive a denial for something, whether it's medication or uh, a big thing for kids with autism is like OTPT speech, stuff like that. Yeah. If a parent receives a denial, a lot of times they don't realize that they can appeal it Mm -hmm. or that, or that sometimes that denial is just because there is information that's missing. Or an error was made, and and so if if this happens to somebody, how do they how do they um, pursue that?
1: Yeah. So if if an individual receives any type of denial uh, for for a benefit or a service, uh, they have sixty days to file an appeal. That's sixty okay. calendar days to uh, file an appeal um and and like you said the biggest thing sometimes is there's information that's missing and that's why i'm glad that we're able to have this conversation because the more informed we are again the more we're better to advocate and equip ourselves because sometimes it's when you're in your provider's office you have to say, hey, um, can you make sure you you provide CareSource with all of the information that they need to ensure that this gets approved? Because it just may be lack of information that we're missing as to why this was denied. So we want to make sure and encourage our providers. And I think also too, we have this for our behavioral health. Uh, we have this white glove approach with our providers as well. So they have that single point of contact of being able to call in about claims and things like that because we. We want to make sure that they are providing um, the most efficient service to our members. So that ensures equipping them to be able to do so. Um, so shout out to our behavioral health department in ensuring that our providers are equipped to provide the best service. But again, uh, sometimes it's just the lack of information that we need to be able to approve that. So there is an appeal process, 60 calendar days from the date of the denial to file that appeal and have that uh, looked at. Um, to see if that is something that can be approved and I, I hate to sound like a broken record and keep saying care management care management. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> case
0: management would be the right like you could just yeah. reach out to them, right?
1: Absolutely So you can reach out to your case manager if you're connected and say hey, I got this denial What do I need to do or how do I ensure that this gets approved and that would be you know? Someone that can support you in that
0: Okay um the other thing that I keep hearing about and I don't know enough about it so I thought I would ask uh Ohio Rise. Mm-hmm. What is what is the deal with Ohio Rise because I know that's a newer thing?
1: Yeah. So, Ohio Rise uh was recently launched. It is a uh it, it's for children who have complex behavioral health needs that are in, um, in multi-systems. Um, this is in collaboration with Aetna Better Health. So they actually manage the benefits for the Ohio Rise, but CareSource still will manage the physical health benefit. So if an individual has questions about eligibility or like they, they call it an assessment that they do, that is uh, specifically managed through Aetna Better Health. So they will have to contact them or they can contact CareSource and. We can get them connected, um, and I think, like I said, this is in collaboration too. Uh, so it's it's not you have to choose one or the other. CareSource again still will support the individual with all of their physical health needs, but Aetna Better Health covers the Ohio Rise portion, and it's it's for a kiddo who has some really complex health behavioral needs, and they are in multiple systems, and it's a way to really create those wraparound services to better support that child and their family.
0: Okay. Uh, and it, you had said something a few minutes ago that just sort of stuck with me. And I wanted to ask this when you, you mentioned that you guys work with a lot of like community providers. If, if parents reach out to something like case management and they're looking for help with things that, uh, care does not cover or ultimately doesn't cover, maybe it's like respite care or funding for day camps or something like that. mm mm-hmm. Can you guys refer them to people who can help?
1: Absolutely. So we want to be where our members work, play and pray is kind of our motto, right? So we create these uh, partnerships with different community organizations that that provide services to our members. So Boys and Girls Club, like you mentioned, when it comes to like day camps and things like that. So we we have partnerships with them, we work with that organization. Um I am Boundless is another one of our community partners as it relates to to the respite care. So uh, respite care was something that we had in partnership with uh, I am Boundless, and then once the Ohio Rise portion came, that is now a benefit specifically to Ohio Rise. Now we still have a respite benefit once a individual is coming off of Ohio Rise, and we want to make sure that we still have you know benefits and things to support them. So yes, there is these community partnerships that we pride ourselves in in having to ensure that these different uh, community organizations are able to kind of sustain and be able to support the members, our members that they interact with every day.
0: Okay. If people are out there listening right now and they're interested in learning more or Mm -hmm. have, or maybe have just more specific questions, what's the best way for them to, to get more information?
1: So the best way for them to get more information is to visit our website at www.caresource.com. They can also contact our member services department, um, which I can provide you the phone number for that specifically. And then there's also the Medicaid hotline uh, because we want to make sure, like I said, we don't determine eligibility that if they are... Questions specifically related to eligibility or redetermination, um, or if an individual has Medicaid and they want to choose care source, they have that uh, choice as well. They can contact the Medicaid hotline at one 8680 and then there's the website at www.ohiomh.com.
0: Okay. Well uh thank you very much for your time i really appreciate it and you know my hope is that um that people have a better understanding of what's available and this is one option out there that can you know help manage your healthcare and and uh help you navigate life especially when you're dealing with kids with disabilities because i mean that that's what i i mean that's the world that i live in um, and so I know that's kind of why we sort of narrowly focused on this particular sort of side of things. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's information, it's options and it's a resource that is available. But if you don't know that it's there, you don't know that you can, you know, tap into that. So um, Absolutely. I, I really appreciate your time.
1: Well, and I, and I appreciate you having me and providing a space to be able to inform individuals about the benefits and, and services that we offer at CareSource. Like I said before, I, I really believe that the more informed we are as parents and individuals, the better we are to advocate for ourselves and our children, our loved ones around us. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you and I hope that you both enjoyed and learned something from this episode. As a reminder, you can visit specialneedsohio.com where you can learn more about my family, this show, and even join my free private Facebook support group for Ohio families. You can also leave feedback, ask questions, suggest a future guest or topic, and even request to be a guest yourself. You can subscribe to this podcast on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps so you never miss a new episode. And if you did enjoy this, episode please take a moment and rate us on apple podcast or whatever app you're using it takes like 30 seconds but it makes a big difference it's a great way to support the show and it makes it easier for other families to find it thank you again for tuning in enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk soon